Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. When I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, uh, I remember going into the hospital the month of our fifth anniversary. And things were already kind of interesting in the relationship about this time. So now imagine going into the hospital. I'll never forget the day that I was dropped off when my ex dropped me off at the hospital, walking through the lobby and looking back at her. You know, and I mind you, this is in the midst of COVID too, right? The height of COVID. You hear about people going into the hospital, not coming out. So I, I already felt crappy and I can only imagine <laughs> what was going on in, in her mind. Hey, welcome back. It's me again, Oscar Camejo. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes podcast with me, your host, Oscar Camejo. Man, here we are again. Can you believe it? Episode two, y'all. So uh, if you watch the first episode, which I really highly recommend that you do, I talked about my story. And I alluded to what we're going to be dealing with today. So today's topic or title is the walrus and the ring. I'll explain a little bit more about that. But in that first episode, I gave you a little bit of backstory, my upbringing, my relationship with food and just how things were when I was first diagnosed um, with type two diabetes. I was overweight, sluggish, tired. And this was what, 2019. Yeah, around 2019 um, was first diagnosed with pre-diabetes. Then in 2020, diagnosed with straight up type two diabetes. It, it was a lot. It was very, very interesting during that time. Uh, I lost 77 pounds since then. And I did that in less than a year with just making up my mind that, hey, stuff is going to be different. My life is going to be different. So with that being said, um, this whole lifestyle transformation, people, you know, it, it wasn't easy. You know, it took some dedication. It took hard work, you know, and a commitment. But, you know, during that time, I need to be real with you. Um, I'm a very positive person. My blood type is O positive, so positivity runs in my veins, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but there was a time where, man, I just, I hated how I looked in the mirror, man. And my perception of myself was not good for a while. And I wasn't used to having negative thoughts about myself. That was foreign to me. <laughs> so, hence the title of this podcast, The Walrus and the Ring. Well, what is all that about? <laughs> well, I used to think of myself as Odebinus Rosmaros. 
that's the scientific name for a walrus. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. I literally used to think of myself as a walrus because when I looked in the mirror, I saw this sluggish, overweight person. And I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I didn't like what I had become. I didn't run away from the mirror. I just didn't like what I saw. I didn't like that I had all of this, this, this gut. <laughs> you know, growing up, I was fairly thin. Matter of fact, I was the skinniest kid always <laughs> and the shortest. But man, it came to a point where it literally... Uh, I saw myself literally as a walrus. Now, during that time, I was five years into my previous marriage. Hence, the walrus and the ring. It was very interesting during that time. You know, um, when I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, uh, I remember going into the hospital the month of our fifth anniversary and things were already kind of interesting in the relationship about this time. So now imagine going into the hospital. I'll never forget the day that I was dropped off when my ex dropped me off at the hospital, walking through the lobby and looking back at her you know, now mind you, this is in the midst of COVID too, right? The height of COVID. You hear about people going into the hospital, not coming out. So I, I already felt crappy and I can only imagine <laughs> what was going on in, in her mind. So that was on a Sunday getting dropped off at the hospital. And then here it is. Five days later or so, five, six days later, it was, you know, time to be released from the hospital. Now, mind you, when I was in the hospital, you couldn't have visitors because the whole COVID scare thing. And I'm just learning about this new disease that has invaded my body, that has invaded the body of Mr. Positive. So I was alone, man, in the hospital, felt alone, felt, it was weird. It was a weird feeling. I'd never really felt like that, you know, the combination of feeling alone and actually being alone like that, health related issues. So I remember coming out of the hospital, being picked up and on the way home, it felt like I was still alone. It felt like, man, you just went through this whole ordeal and you're trying to figure things out. And you go through a situation like that, you don't want to go through stuff alone, but you could be physically with someone, a loved one, not just a marriage, but just with someone and just feel like, man, I'm going through this alone. And so fast forward, learning about diabetes, learning about uh, what it is, how to um, 
manage it, how to live with it, how to cook. I remember getting a diabetes cookbook and just kind of going through that thing. <laughs> but it was just like I'm educating myself by myself. I'm doing all this stuff by myself. Now, I can't blame my previous situation on anybody. I can't say, oh, I got in that situation because of this person. No, I have to take responsibility for what I did with my body, what I did with my vessel. I can't blame anybody else. Yeah, there was tough times. There was issues going on um, that probably didn't make things better. But I had to take responsibility for my place and my position. That's the reality, folks. So like I told you in episode one, I'm going to be straightforward, honest. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything because I realize a lot of you are in that same situation, whether it's in a, a marriage, whether it's in friendships, where there's a working relationship and you feel alone, you feel like, man, I don't have the support of the people around me. I'm already making bad decisions and I don't have a support group. Trust me, I know what it feels like. Been there, done that. Maybe write, gonna write a book about it. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to just be very transparent in the first episode and this episode was to lay a foundation so you understand who I am. I'm not this, this guru on any of this stuff. I'm just a guy who I told you is living this. I am living proof that you can turn your life around. When I was overweight, stressed, depressed, going through relationship issues. It, 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 it was tough. It was tough, but I had enough in me that was already deposited in me through years of struggle and triumph and victories and fa failures here and there to just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to turn my life around. So unfortunately, in that previous relationship, we went our separate ways. But I became a better person, a better version of myself for me. I changed my whole lifestyle for me. I lost 77 pounds, people. If I can do it, if I can change my life around, I know you can too. I know you can. So it's important for us to be in a situation where when we're going through stuff, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, that we have surrounding us a circle, a ring of people, close people. It doesn't have to be a lot of people that understand where you're going through, maybe not by their own experience, but they can um, empathize it is I believe that's the, the way to look at it. But they can say they can be there to rally around you. 
to not only say, oh, you know, we're behind you, but to actually invest in your recovery, your health, and you achieving your goals. Because I tell you people, we're not supposed to go through life alone. But it's important that when you're going through stuff, when you're going through health challenges, when you're going through emotional challenges, mental challenges, find the courage, no matter what, to communicate the support that you need. You have to communicate the support that you need because whether it's a spouse, a husband, a wife, uh, a brother, sister, cousin, auntie, uncle, whatever, best friend, they need to not be reading your mind. They don't assume that they're just going to know what's going on. Because you know what? You want to be the type of spouse or friend that's there to support others when they're going through stuff. When they're having challenges. That's very, very important. So with that being said, we're going to switch gears a little bit. So remember I was telling you about the walrus and the ring? It's the whole self-perception we're going to deal with next. And that ring, that's your circle of relationships, the people around you, your environment. Look at your whole life and do some self-evaluation. So here are three things I want you to evaluate. Number one, evaluate your thoughts and your self-perception. Number two, Evaluate your relationships, your ring, your circle. And number three, very important as well, is your environment. You know, when you're on this journey to lose weight and beat diabetes, it's important for you to really think about, man, how do I really think about myself? What do I really think about myself? And write those things down on one column. You know, right at the top, how I see myself now and be brutally honest. I had to do that. I saw myself as a walrus. I saw myself as just somebody who's not accomplishing goals because of just feeling down about certain things and kind of just coasting. So on that one column, right this is how I think about myself now. And in the second column, I want you to write change. Just that's it. Just change at the top. So for each of those points that you list, we're going to start dealing with what you're going to change about how you think. Because people, I'm telling you, the mind is a battlefield. And a lot of people win and lose first in the mind. Okay, number two, evaluating your relationships. You know, that's tough, especially if you have close ones. It could be a parent. It could be a spouse. It could be even your children, your best friends, your close friends. If your relationships are not supporting your goals, supporting your your efforts to change your life and turn your life around, then you're going to have to 
in some situations, you're not going to be able to cut people off, but you're going to have to cut off their influence. When they start gossiping, when they start talking, talking you down, you're going to have to cut it off and tell them, hey, look, I'm working on something. You know, I need your support. I need and you have to set those boundaries. You have to set those parameters of what that looks like. I don't care if this has been a 20 year relationship, your whole lifetime relationship. People need to know where you are now. The old you, you're working on getting rid of those bad habits. The new you is working on something. So if you're used to being around folks at work who are always uh, negative and and, and um, kind of just beating you down, you got to make some changes. People need to know that you're serious about this change. Sometimes you're going to have to pull away from some of those relationships for a while while you're building this lifestyle. It's tough. Trust me, I know. I've been there. There's some relationships that I've had to let go because the people who started with you doesn't necessarily mean they're the ones who are going to continue on the journey with you. Sometimes you got to be bold enough to say goodbye. Because you're saying goodbye to your old self. So just keep that in mind. So the third thing, your environment. If you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to eat better, you're trying to live better, you want to exercise more, evaluate your surroundings. I mean, start with your home, your house. Look at your car. Look at everything that's within arm's reach. Does your lifestyle, your environment support where you're trying to go? I mean, people, I had to get rid of uh, old clothes that didn't fit anymore because it kept reminding me of, you know, wow, especially when I was losing the weight, like, nah, I don't need a 4X anymore, a 3X anymore. Why am I holding on to it? Get rid of it. I had to buy some little by little, some workout equipment that I can use here at home. I had to look at everything, even chips that were just in the cabinet somewhere, high sugary foods. I had to examine everything. I had to look at my refrigerator, my freezer and just clean house. So evaluate your environment, see what it looks like, see what needs to change and make those changes. Okay, so before we wrap up, I want to zero in on the mind for a second. There's a lot of distractions that you're dealing with, that we deal with all the time. And in here, the mind, there is so many thoughts that are going on. And folks, I want to tell you, there's a battle for your soul. What do I mean by that? Your soul is understood to be your mind, your will, and your emotions. There's a battle for your, your, uh, your mind. There's a battle for your will. There's a battle for your emotions. You're waging a war in those, in that area of your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. So there's a book by Joyce Myers. 
man, awesome, awesome. It's called The Battlefield of the Mind. I recommend that you all get that. I mean, that book is so revolutionary. If you don't win the war in your mind with the self-perception, the self-doubt, the, 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 the beating yourself up, it's going to be hard to lose weight. It's going to be hard to even think that you can beat diabetes and win and live a lifestyle of constant winning. So I want to encourage you to focus on this. So I'm going to leave you all with what I learned years ago is called the anatomy of life. Words affect your thoughts. Thoughts affect your emotions. Emotions affect your decisions. Your decisions affect your actions. Your actions determine your habits and your habits determine your character. So the words that we hear end up affecting our thoughts. So again, remember I was talked to talk to you about the evaluating your thoughts, evaluating your relationships, evaluating your environment. You don't need to be hearing negative things all the time. They're going to affect your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to affect your emotions. Your emotions are going to affect your decisions. And then you decide to eat the wrong thing, drink the wrong thing, comfort yourself with food and these bad habits that contributed to you having poor health in the first place. And then at the end of the day, you develop habits. You have this character. You know, characters, what people can come to know of you. Character is who you are when no one's looking. Character is your whole aura, your whole being like, okay, this is who that person is. You can change all of that, but it starts with words. So I want to wrap up this episode with a weekly focus point. Every week, I'm going to give you a point that I really want you to zero in on and have as a takeaway. So this week's focus point is when you make up your mind to build a better life, don't focus on what you can't do. Instead, focus on what you can do. Stack your can do's until you build the life that you want. So that was this week's focus point. Now on the next episode, man, this is going to be interesting. The title of the next episode is Sugar Daddy. That's all I'm going to say about that. Sugar Daddy. So until next time, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, bounce back because you can, and trust God. I believe in you. You got this. Hey, listen, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate everyone who's listening, supporting, liking, sharing this content. Listen, I'm building a community. I'm building a community of people who are eager to make changes in their lives. Listen, we all know someone who could use this information. We know people with type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes. Hey, I know people who've passed away. 
I know people who have lost limbs and that shouldn't be. They're, they're, they're frustrated. They're scared. They don't know what to do. And let's be frank, there's some of them who are not taking it seriously. So as I build this community, I want your help. I need your help. Let's spread the word and create a greater awareness around this disease. But even more than that, let's create a community of people who want to live a healthy, wholesome joyful and peaceful life. That's what we all want. So be sure to follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and also check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Yep. I have a YouTube channel. All this information will be down in the show notes where you can easily share and distribute to all of your friends. This podcast now is on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Google and some other uh, directories and platforms that people just want to hear about and know about. So thank you for being a listener and supporter of this podcast. I really appreciate it. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.